The History Man with Terry Kringle. Hello. Up until 1929, the Isle of Man had no telephone contact with the outside world. Contact was confined to telegrams by way of a telegraph cable on the seabed and by radio. There was no instant person-to-person conversation until Tuesday, June the 29th, 1929, when the governor of the day, Sir Claude Hill, made the first so-called trunk call out of the island to the postmaster-general in London. But I will come back to this later. There had been an internal telephone service in the island for forty years before this. In 1889, a man called George Gilmore set up a telephone exchange in Douglas with a nucleus of a dozen or so subscribers. Before he arrived in the island, he had worked for the National Telephone Company in Britain, which operated the country's telephone service under license from the post office, until the latter took over in 1912. Gilmore applied for and got a GPO license to set up a service in Douglas, and began signing up his subscribers. Douglas One was that of Quiggan and Company, rope manufacturers and timber merchants of Lake Road. Douglas Two was Mr. T. W. Kane, advocate of Athel Street, and Douglas Three, rather oddly, you might think, was the slaughterhouse at the White Hoe. Businesses were the first to sign up, but private householders soon followed, and within a few years Gilmore had four hundred subscribers. He sent them all instructions, saying, Profane language must not be used on any consideration, but as much straight talk as you like. In 1892, Gilmore sold out to the National Telephone Company, who wanted to extend their monopoly to the island. He was made manager for life. He said it was not the money that made him sell, but the hope that the new company would link the island to the rest of Britain. This brings us to that first trunk call by the governor in June 1929. It was made possible by a cable laid in five days on the seabed from Norbreck on the Lancashire coast to Port Greenock, a distance of 63 miles, and everything was ready for Governor Hill to make the inaugural call from the monthly sitting of Tinwald. The governor had a phone on his desk, and at the appointed time of 12.15 p.m., he halted the parliamentary debate in progress to make the call, with reporters in the press gallery listening in on headphones. He had a prepared speech, and ten minutes into the call there was a hint of things to come when he was cut off. But contact was eventually restored, and the job was done. This was followed by more celebratory trunk calls from the island. The first were by the Mayor of Douglas, Councillor William Quirk, to the Lord Mayors of Manchester and Bolton, not Liverpool for some reason. Then he started ringing Britain's national newspapers to tell them the Isle of Man was now in communication with the rest of the world. I wonder if they thought it was a good story. In those days, incidentally, a trunk call cost three shillings and sixpence, seventeen and a half pence, a lot of money in 1929. 